Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, so today we are going to talk about a kind of a hot button topic, frankly, um, something that we hear from students and something that we hear out in the world too. And that topic is why do some copywriters fail? Uh, mm-hmm. The big, the big F word, my other favorite F word. Um, oh, not favorite. No, I don't love yeah, it. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, no. You don't believe in this F word. I firmly do not believe in the in this F word. And actually, in this episode, we're going to talk to you exactly about why that concept of failure is um, not real in some ways. Um, so part one of this, we have the people that you meet at cocktail parties when we could have cocktail parties um, or people you meet out and about or when you talk to people and you say, oh, I'm a copywriter. And they say, "Ooh, copywriting. Ooh, that's so hard to get into. Or, "Ooh, I tried to do that myself and I couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that that part of the concept of, of failure. Um, and what have we seen has been a big um, a big contributor to that quote-unquote failure there. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these folks, I think, number one, never got the training that they needed to become a copywriter. And I think part of that is because maybe they just felt like I'm going to apply for jobs and break in and they'll teach me on the job and didn't kind of get up. They didn't have a portfolio, maybe. They didn't, you know, practice their skills. So they had nothing they had no skills and you know it's it's very hard to to land a copywriting job when you don't actually know how to write copy yet so I think that's a bit of the catch yeah which makes sense right like right yeah very hard for me to land a chef job if I didn't know how to cook or it'd be very hard for me to become a race car driver if I didn't know how to drive 
a race car. Right. And I think in other fields, to, to use the, the, the kitchen restaurant analogy, maybe you can get in as a dishwasher and then you become, you know, a prep and a line cook and then you work your way up, blah, 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 blah. In copywriting, there's no real, you know, step before a copywriter. You kind of need, you need to have some, some knowledge of how to write copy before going and doing it. There's not really that like nice transition in. And especially if they've looked at agency jobs, I think in particular can be, they can be hard to break into, but I think that's also, you know, if that's the only place they looked or the only place they thought about and especially without any sort of, of training, then yeah, it was going to be, mm-hmm. it was going to be very tricky yeah. to, to land it. Yeah. I think I agree. I think there's some people who just think, um, who think, all right, well, I, I, I write well and I know how to write things, you know, I've written blog mm-hmm. posts, I've written whatever, um, I'm going to, and they hear great things about copywriting and they think, okay, I'm just, I'm going to get into copywriting. I'm going to put up a website and call mm-hmm. myself a copywriter. Um, and as, as our listeners know, and as you, Kate personally know because you transitioned from a different type yeah. of writing. Copywriting is yeah. totally different from any other kind of writing. Yeah, so so different. And I think you know some some clients, frankly, still confuse copy and content. Which, as you know, we teach students. You know, you want to know the difference because most people do know the difference. You know, to hire a content writer is going to be a very different skill set than than hiring a copywriter. I came from the editorial world. I had a background in copy editing, also a very, very different skill set, different part of the brain entirely uh, to do that job. And and so, you know, I was lucky to transition into it and be at a company that just happened to to need copywriters at that moment and had an overabundance of, of folks in the editorial world. But the skill set was just wildly, wildly different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the way that you got into it was really kind of the exception, not the yeah. rule. It was specifically because we needed to build a copy team, and we needed one like yesterday. And so we went in and we we taught you guys, or we taught you guys how to mm-hmm. write copy. But that is not how it usually works. People expect to hire copywriters who know how to, to write copy. And I definitely, I, I, I feel for people and I don't blame people. And I, I, I respect the idea of like, okay, I'm going to start a new career. I'm going to, I'm going to jump right in. I really, really respect that impulse. Um, but really it's, it's totally different career from, from any other and from any other kind of writing. And yeah, if you don't know how to write copy, uh, you won't be able to, to find clients or you'll find one client and they'll never hire you again because you, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And then, you can keep finding clients and then not mm-hmm. potentially, you know, wow any of them because again, like you said, you can write but you're not going to write what they need and you're not going to write in a way that connects a consumer with a need. You're not going to write leading with the benefit. Mm-hmm. You might not even know what a benefit is versus a feature and you might focus on the features and you might focus on the company instead of their consumer. And very quickly it can, you can, you can write something and you can deliver something that you can say, you know, I wrote this and it's, it's copy, but it's not going to be effective copy if you're not doing it with intention and with the knowledge that comes from from practice mm-hmm. and from knowing you know the difference between copy and just writing any old words on a on a mm-hmm. word doc yeah well then you know by that same token or i don't know a, a similar token um 
You know, if you are just jumping in and saying, okay, I'm going to, now I'm going to be a copywriter. And you don't have a plan, a system for how to find and pitch and land and, and service clients and repitch clients. It's, it's not going to work. You know, wishing and hoping is not a strategy. And I think that that is a lot of people's hope that it's just, they're going to, they're going to, you know, I've, um, I've had a couple of podcast interviews over the last couple of weeks and this concept of jump and the net will appear has come up. And I think it's like the worst advice ever, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not going to be, if I'm jumping off a cliff, I'm not going to bank on hoping that something shows up. I want to know that there's a net already built there. And that's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to build my own net if it's not. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to build it way before I take that jump. Yeah. Um, and I think that when you don't have a system for finding and pitching and landing and, and all that kind of thing, it's it ends up to being just jumping off a cliff and they're not being a nut there because you're hoping that because you mentioned that you're a copywriter, someone's going to find you or you're hoping that if that you'll be able to find enough work on on sites like Upwork or Freelancer or where you have to undercut your undercut your your normal rate and you're constantly wasting time bidding on projects that aren't going to work out and there's no quality mm-hmm. control for clients on there either. Um, that's a whole other topic, whole other podcast. But but without a system, you, you can't. It's it's just wishing and hoping. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then on the other other side of the other token it's a totally different token guys so many tokens so many tokens we're playing skee ball or <laughs> chucky e. cheese here oh i'm a skee ball right um but so you, you have the people who who don't really know how to write copy don't really know how mm-hmm. to um don't really know how to find the work then mm-hmm. you have other people who are who have been trained, who have been practiced, mm-hmm. who have the system. Um, what we hear sometimes from students in the group is, oh, I'm afraid to tell my friends. I'm afraid to tell my family. I'm afraid to announce it on Facebook. Or I'm afraid to announce my new career on LinkedIn or something like that mm-hmm. because I'm afraid I'll fail. Mm-hmm. And uh, that concept of failure, once you are in, once you've done the training and you are practicing and you're doing the work, um, that concept of failure is, is a little bit, uh, erroneous in a way. Yeah. I think if you let the thought of failure creep in and let it become a roadblock, which I think for a lot of people it does, they stop making progress because they get to a point where they need to either start pitching and they, maybe need to update their LinkedIn profile and they need to put out their website and they need to start telling the world that this is what they're doing. They don't. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes there you're, you're shutting a door at that point and you're, you're arbitrarily building a wall or roadblock or whatever you want to call it, getting in the way of your own progress. Mm-hmm. And so the second, we always say the second you stop taking action, that's when there's the potential to quote unquote fail but in a way, I feel like fail, fail is not even the right word there. It's just you're stopping at that point. Mm-hmm. You're pausing. You're putting yourself on pause when you do have a choice to keep moving forward and keep taking the steps. And as long as you're still taking steps and learning from whatever is happening and getting more experience, getting more information to make smarter choices, 
then you're moving forward. You're moving in, and it, you know, might not be in a, a straight line. Nothing really is, if you really think about it. Humans, we like to, we like to tell stories, and they like to have a in the beginning and in the middle and in the end. But nothing is actually that that straightforward. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing is linear. It's it's very zigzag, and you know maybe you go back, but you're still you know in a different place than you were because you know something more now. Every day that goes by, every minute that goes by, you know something something more. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's I don't know, I'm very cold right now, so <laughs> <laughs> I know that <laughs> the certainty in that. Yeah, the, there is. Yeah, the the. The concept of, of failure, once you are on the path, it's it's not really so much failure as much as as quitting. And that mm-hmm. is 100% on you. You know, we talk a lot about taking personal responsibility. And yeah, if you let your, we talk a lot about resistance too. If you let the resistance creep up and you let the resistance keep you from taking action, you let the resistance keep you from pitching clients, you let the resistance keep you from um, maybe evaluating your pitch emails. If you sent out some and you haven't gotten anything back, um, not posting it in our student-only Facebook group to get feedback and see how you could update it. If you let resistance, if you let fear, if you let any of that keep you from taking action, you are effectively quitting. And that Mm -hmm. is the only way that you can fail. Because if you stick with it, I think that's one of the most underrated or, or maybe like hidden concepts, unknown concept is that the the best way to succeed is to stick with it. Mm -hmm. Pick whatever you want to do and keep going until you get there. It sounds so simplistic, but it's so true for just about everything. Some people are going to get to their, whatever their, their, their career goals or their financial goals or whatever their lifestyle goals are. Some people are going to get there quickly. Some people it's going to take a little bit longer. There's no way you can predict how long it's going to take you or to Kate's point, what, what crazy stuff is going to happen in the middle. But the only way to quote unquote fail, which again, I keep saying quote unquote, because it's not really even failure. It's, it's quitting. It's you deciding that you are going to get, you're going to let fear, you're going to let resistance, you're going to let self-doubt, you're going to let that get in the way of you reaching your goals, get between you and what you want. And so it's not when we hear students talk about, well, I'm afraid of failure. I don't want to tell people because I'm afraid of failure. What you're really saying is I don't want to tell people because I'm afraid that I'm going to decide to quit. Mm -hmm. And if you are already thinking that you might quit, you've got a big problem. And you need to, to really think that through and think about why that's already an option for you. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about um, we talk about your big why. Why is it that it's so important to you to succeed in this career? Is it is it financial? You know, do you want to make a certain amount of money? Do you want to have a career where you feel fulfilled and and motivated and and respected and appreciated? Do you want to have a career that is that allows for flexibility, that allows you to travel, or it allows you to spend more time with your family, or, or whatever, or any of those combinations? But if if it matters enough to you, you you it makes it a lot easier. And if you focus on that big why, it makes it a lot easier when that resistance comes up for you to say, okay, resistance. This is resistance coming up. Nikki and Kate said it was going to come up. 
We talk about it a lot in the student Facebook group. It comes up, but I can move past it. And it, resistance mm-hmm. will keep coming up, but I can move past it. There's no, truly, there's no such thing as failure. There's only quitting. Yeah. And quite frankly, what works for me is not even giving those thoughts the space. As soon as they start entering my mind, it's like, oh, nope, we're going to shut this off because, and let's do something, whatever it is, whether it's opening up an email to send something, whether it's adding companies to a pitch list, whether it's doing projects, if you, if you have client work and you need to work on it, whatever, wherever, wherever you're at, whatever stage you're at, if you need to pitch a designer, just taking those actions and getting back on board is what's going to help meant you mentally too to be like oh yeah okay cool I just did that and like let's see where this goes let's see where what happens and how many people though too in the group that we see that they're hitting that wall and they're like oh, I can't find a designer I can't I've sent out this many pitches and I haven't heard back I've you know um done this and you know sent a quote and I haven't heard back from the client and then when it rains, it pours all of a sudden it's like oh my god I got two pitches back oh my god I've got five designers you know it 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 will as mm-hmm. long as you keep. And I think so many people who are close to that breakthrough give up when they are so close. Yeah. So close. And so knowing that, that I'm going to keep moving and it's going to stink right now because, you know, you're building an entire new career, but it will eventually snowball. You were doing laying the foundation and groundwork for an entire career. And so, you know, I think the other piece of advice I have too is so many of us focus on, I I was listening to a podcast the other day and they mentioned, you know, us thinking about destinations and yes, the end destination for this being you, you want to become a copywriter, you want to build your copywriting business, but because life isn't linear and it's very, you know, squiggly, uh, the, the takeaway was like, what if your destination doesn't even exist yet? You know, think of how many companies that don't exist yet that might exist tomorrow five months down the road whatever it is and as a copywriter maybe that is your destination you know I'm not going to say fate in any way but but that idea of there's so much opportunity that we don't even know about yet that hasn't even been built hasn't even come to fruition so knowing focusing on what your destination is at the moment which is you know, depending where you are, it's going to be very different than other people. It, it might be, I need to find a designer to do spec ads. I need to send my first pitch. Okay, I'm, I sent my first pitch. I haven't landed a client. So I'm going to send more pitches because I want to land my first client. And then, oop, I got my first client. Okay, now I'm going to get my second client. And now, okay, I've gotten a couple of clients. Now I want to start setting, okay, what's my what's my financial goal I want to hit? And how do I hit that? And how many clients do I need to hit that? Mm-hmm. And what's what's kind of realistic for where I'm at? And then, okay, I hit, I hit this financial goal. Now let me bump it up a little more. And so really focusing on more of the immediate what we have to do now than focusing on things that we can't possibly know right now in this moment where we'll end up in a month, two months, five months, six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And just the, the, keep taking action. You know, we've said it before, we're probably going to say it 10,000 more times, if mm-hmm. not 10 million. Um, you know, it's, it, and that's, as you were saying, Kate, you're building a whole new career, potentially, potentially, if you want to get that high, a six figure career, absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that means, guess what? If it's not going to be easy all the time, there are going to be times where it's easy. You're going to nail a project. You're going to, a client is going to serendipitously find you or something like that. That will happen. Absolutely. But you're going to have to put in effort. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone sometimes. You know, in, in our, in our student only Facebook group, we've made it, uh, we've tried to make it a very safe place where you can, and it is a safe place. They're really fantastic people. Um, we have amazing students, but you can share and you can, and say, okay, how can I, you know, I'm feeling a little off today. Does anybody have any words of encouragement or can anyone offer any advice? Um, or who else has been in this situation? And exactly. Plenty exactly. people. <laughs> but it's, it's not always going to be easy and there are going to be time. I mean, as with anything, as with anything that matters, going to the gym, dating, marriage, anything that, that really matters, there are going to be times when you think, God, this is There's work. Exactly. Yeah. This is hard or this is scary or this is, and I wish I could just give up. Um, but but don't, that's the only way that you can quote unquote fail. I, it's, um, I almost hesitate to use this quote because it's, it's, uh, it sounds a little very dramatic or sounds very dramatic. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, I might not get it exactly right, but if you're going through hell, keep going. Now, obviously, <laughs> there was a lot of war during Winston <laughs> Churchill's lifestyle. I mean, during his lifetime. Um, so that's a little very dramatic. And we're not saying that at any point going, building your copywriting career is going to be hell. But the concept is like, if we're, if, if you're going through something that's tough, keep going, because otherwise, you won't get out of it. You know, if, if, if you stay in it, then it's going to stay tough. The only way to get through it is to get through it is to keep taking those steps is to keep taking that action. Yeah. Movement for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm just picturing John Lithgow right now. So <laughs> as soon as you said Winston Churchill, he was a good Winston Churchill. I have to say, I have to say I just 30 rock. I can't. What, a, what range on that? Actor? What range? Way to go, John Lithgow. If you're out there somehow, you're listening, a listener of love to bring you a copywriter. <laughs> Big fans. Big fans. So uh, we hope that this has helped brought, bring a little clarity to the concept of, again, I'm going to put it in quotes, failure. Um, why people who've tried it say that they've failed or they've been unable to do it. Again, lack of training, lack of systems is like almost always the reason. Mm -hmm. uh, and then why there's that fear of failure when You've, you've got the systems, you've got the training, you've got the practice, why that, that concept of failure is really, it's not valid at all. It's not, it's, it's not something that is out of your control. It's 100% in your control. And taking that 100% personal responsibility for it is super scary, uh, but also very empowering and what your eventual success is going to come from. So we hope that this has been helpful. Uh, we Do we dare even hope that it was a little empowering, maybe lit a fire underneath you? We do. We dare Just hope keep that. going. Just keep, keep moving. Keep it's, going. It's like the little engine that could. Mm -hmm. I think I can. I think I can. I think you can. You can. <laughs> if you're going through, if you're going through resistance, keep going. Thank you, Winston Churchill. And find our uh, pump up pitch list, which I feel like is very good for moments like this on Spotify. Filthy Rich Rider. Pump up pitch list. Great yeah, point. it's a good when you're feeling down, it gets you. Gets you up and gets going. You pumped. Absolutely. All right. We hope that was super helpful, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.
Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.